Welcome back to another episode of What's My Line, coming to you live up here from the studios out in North Hollywood, California. I am joined by, once again, my best friend, the big hog himself, Chris Riley. How's it going, brother? How's it going good? How's, how's everything been going with you? I haven't talked to you in a while. Yeah, dude, it's been a, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Um, just I just went to New York this past weekend with some yes. friends. Very jealous. Uh, you know, it's funny. You could have invited you. You didn't show up. I mean, I yeah, I I could not get out of work to to go up there. I was very upset every single day though. I was like, I could have been in New York right now. Well, like on um on Saturday, it pretty much rained out, so that day was kind of a wash. Mm. I mean, you can still have fun in New York even if it's raining. Oh no, we st- we still did. We still did. We just didn't get a chance to do a bunch of the stuff that we wanted to do, like outside, like go out, go out and walk the bridge. Because we didn't bring umbrellas and stuff. Mm, I still need to do the bridges next time I go. Next time I go up there, I don't know when that'll be. Hopefully soon. I might go there this summer. Go catch a yeah. Yankees and a Mets game. Yeah, during the summer it'd be be a lot warmer out because it was pretty cold this past weekend over there too. So it was cold when we went in December too. We didn't go in December. We went in uh, October. Yeah, we went in October. September. Because it was right. It was right around the time when Joker came out. So that's when we went. Oh, was it October? Yeah. Oh, I went to LA in December. Never mind. I yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I forgot. Chris, I've been just jet setting just way too much lately. I just don't even know what to do with myself. Mm-hmm. Don't know what to say to that, brother. But <laughs> <laughs> a lot of things happened this past weekend. Uh, before we get into like the big thing, I did. I want to kind of follow up on the. Uh, podcast last week the royal rumble did happen uh drew mcintyre and charlotte won their respective rumbles i like drew mcintyre winning because like i mentioned with my buddy alex i want them to finally start pushing a guy and the fact that he not only eliminated brock lesnar he actually won the whole thing it's like okay good you're gonna push a guy stick with it don't no more pussy fitting around with him so this is this is the time for drew so hopefully they'll ride this all the way to wrestlemania and with charlotte winning the rumble yeah Look, I, I like Charlotte Flair. I think she's a damn good wrestler, one of the best female wrestlers they have. I think she's a little bit overpushed. I don't think she needed this Rumble win to get her spot at WrestleMania, but what can you do? They kind of stick to their tried and true. So, um, Another big thing that happened this weekend that I found out, I was, where was I when I found this out? Um, I was just about to see a play in New York when I was looking on my, um, on my news feed and I saw that Kobe Bryant passed away due to a helicopter crash, him and his daughter. Yes, yes. Yeah, there was uh, nine, I think, that were involved in the accident. Nine? Yeah, it's... Yeah, it was was weird, because I was at work when I found out, and, like, I got a text about it, and they were like, apparently Kobe Bryant died, and I was like, I was like, I was like, okay, like, send me, send me the link for it. And they were like, it's TMZ. And I'm like, nah, I'm not believing this shit. Like, I'm not, I'm not buying into this. And then, like, waited like an hour. Still, TMZ was the only article. I was like, nah, I'm just nothing. People were like starting to post stuff. And I was like, just don't, like, this happens. Like, TMZ likes to do this. He just hasn't checked his phone yet. And then, like, CNN started reporting on it and stuff like that. And I was like, ugh, ugh, this is real. Yeah. I don't know. It's, uh, 
it was weird. Like when, yeah, cause I, when I first read it, it was, I was off of Team Z, and I, I didn't want to believe it either because Team Z, I don't want to like shit on Team Z because sometimes they do break big stories like like this, but sometimes it's also could be a, a bunch of non credible stuff. So yeah, I didn't want to believe it, and then like I kept waiting and waiting for more sources, and then once it. Yeah, once I saw like CNN and ESPN start reporting it, then my heart just sank. Yeah, it's uh, it's rough. Um, I um, I was not a uh, Kobe fan at all the entire time he played. Um, I hated the Lakers um, because I was a Mavericks fan, and so they would beat up on us a lot of times during the season and like during postseason stuff. And I mean, Kobe was just so good during his career; it just was like always fed up with it whenever we had to play him <laughs> um but when he retired i started following kind of following like the other stuff he was doing and uh also was a big eagles fan went and talked to the uh the team whenever they were on their super bowl run and like a lot of them like credited that they were like he like brought like us like the way we think about stuff brought the like mom mentality so yeah it's uh yeah um... super, super 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 sad Growing up, I was uh, well. Obviously, I started off as as a Jordan fan, but then yeah, it comes to like the mid two thousands. I became a Kobe Kobe fan a lot. Um, but for for me, growing up, it was yeah, it was, it was those two, Jordan and Kobe. That was mm-hmm. it. So yeah, once Jordan was done, I just lapsed onto Kobe and the Lakers. So hearing that, um, and it's crazy. I didn't realize he was he was so young because he because he started his career so young, you know. Yeah, he was seventeen, I think, when he got drafted. Yeah. Yeah, and he yeah, passed it's... away. At 41, it's God, it's too much of life left there, and especially because exactly. it's in his daughter, too, 13 year old daughter. Mm-hmm. And he was, I mean, he was in that, I mean, he had so much stuff going like all at the same time. He had so many like cogs spinning and everything, was doing a bunch of things, which was the whole, which was the whole reason for the helicopter to begin with because he just had too much stuff that he wanted to, he was trying to get done. Yeah, well, so, I, I heard something about him and his wife about like, look. Dealing with traffic, so yeah, that's why they did the helicopter. Man, exactly. Yeah, it's ugh, ugh. Yeah, it's it's been hard. Um, I've heard lots of different things coming out about like what um what people are gonna like want to start doing and everything to kind of like uh, remember them. And I think that one of my one of the things was uh they want to talk about doing the changing the logo to them, which I think they should. Especially because the logo, the current logo right now is Jerry West, and I think that he was either the the Lakers like GM or he was he was in the Lakers organization. I'm pretty sure, and he was one of the big reasons why they traded Charlotte for him. And so, like, I'm sure if like, like people are like, you don't know if you change the logo, it's been this way forever. It's like, dude, the lo- the dude that's the actual logo right now like believed in him, so maybe it's time to consider it. No, I'd be definitely for it. I'm changing the logo, kind of in honor of in honor of Kobe. Um, one of the things I saw on Twitter, and it's just such like a, it's a small thing, but I like it. It just gonna continue because you know, growing up, everyone did the you shoot for something, you say Kobe. You know, just keep doing that. That's a good way to yeah. just kind of keep always in your memories. Exactly, and people are always gonna still do that. Yeah, it's like it's I don't know. It's it's such like a I've never seen ever. I've never seen a celebrity death affect like be this big of a deal i've never seen it before it's crazy the I last mean, like uh, I grew up, this is part of our generation i think this is like one of the first big deaths of our like generation you know what i mean yeah i mean yeah it's 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 super weird because yeah he 
I don't know. I'm trying to I'm trying to even like think like what would even be close like what was like what was like the last like Michael Jackson was probably the last like one that was this close, and I don't even know if it was this big of a deal. Like it's been a, almost a week, and like everyone's still act like it's it's it like people are still talking about and everything as if it was it happened today. Like I still see it everywhere. That's all anyone is ever talking about, posting about. That's all the news is. Like it's still just about him. I've never seen. I've never seen one person have that big of an impact on everything. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, um, they kind of go back to wrestling too. Like, they even did a tribute for for Kobe Bryant. He's never even done a single thing for them. It, it kind of showed you how big of a crossover appeal that he had. The um, well, the um, what was it that was his last? Uh, that was on Sunday at the Staples Center. Uh, was it the Grammys? Yeah, uh, the Grammys. Yeah, the Grammys was the best. They had his uh, his jersey lowered and lit up the entire time because both of his numbers are retired there, and they were in the Lakers Stadium. I think they were anyway. I think they were at Staples Center. I think I but, think so too. Um, and also, they still I, I still haven't gotten, gotten a chance to go down to Staples Center yet. So I don't know. I think once I go down to the the, the arena, it's going to become real for me. But I, I do want to check out the memorial that's going on there because I, I keep hearing every day people keep adding more to it. People keep showing up. I just like I want to, but I want to be a part of that. But again, I just it's still it's it, too fresh. It's, yeah, it's yeah, it's still too fresh. And the second I show up, I'm like man, this, this fucking thing really happened. Yeah, I'm I'm waiting for them to announce. I don't know if he has a statue outside the Staples Center. I don't know if they do statues normally for basketball, but I guarantee there'll be a Kobe statue soon. I think, I think yeah. Yeah, I still think they'll change the logo because, like, the, so did you hear the Mavericks are going to retire his number? Yeah, uh, I saw that. That's I, good. Uh, I, don't good know if, uh, I don't know. If, I don't know if they're still going to retire it or if they're just not allowing players to use it anymore. Um, like people are like, "Oh, they should retire across the league," and I'm like, "I'm telling you, I'm like, changing the logo would be like that's the thing." Like, because you shouldn't, you don't need to put the pressure on all the teams to be like, well, you should really retire it. Everyone else did. Like, you're an asshole if you don't. Like, just change the logo. It'll be on everyone's jersey forever. I agree with that. That's, that's why I think, yeah, changing the logo would be, be for the best. Mm-hmm. Make it his, make it his fadeaway. His fadeaway jumper. I'm down for it. You know, uh, I don't want to, I kind of don't want to bring too much attention to it, but I guess I can kind of have to. I, I don't like when I've seen people, because I've seen like the, and I hate, I'll just say, it, I've seen assholes just, you know, post about the bad stuff of Kobe. It's like, come yeah. on, time, time and place, time and place. Well, and a lot of his, I mean, because that was the thing for a long time. I mean, that's one of the reasons why I didn't like him, because of his stuff early in his career. Um, but, I mean, he cleaned it up. I mean, he, it's not, it's not like he, like he, every time that stuff would happen, he would get better from it. Like, he didn't. He didn't catch like cases and have different things happen and stuff, and then he just continued to all perpetuate and just continue to catch cases on like he he had one case from what I remember anyway he caught one they settled out of court and then like he got better and like I even remember that there was um there was the time that somebody somebody used some like slur or something and he got all mad about it I think he got all mad on Twitter about it he's like we don't say that so I don't know he just I get it. Time to change the logo. <laughs> I'm ready for it. I need to make another LA trip now because I want to. I kind of want to see like how everything how everything's out there too. 
Because I keep seeing it on TV, and it just seems like, like insane. Yeah, it's, again, it's one of those things. Like it's, it's kind of it's impressive to see how a city can kind of come together, together. in moments like. It's not just the city; it's the whole country. But like seeing seeing all the pictures out through like the memorial at the Staples Center, just yeah. Yep. It's, so, um, I'm going, go ahead. No, it's just, I don't know. Just weird. Just weird times. Yeah, indeed. Uh, just, it is one of those times where, you know, you got to do your best, like take care of your loved ones, call them, answer that text, um, return that last, that missed phone call, you know. Uh, and I, I am the worst at this. I know my, my family hears this a lot. <laughs> I'm the worst at getting back to my family, but. In times like this, it just makes me think, man, I need to like reach out more because you never know what could happen, you know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, you never do. I, and, I, and I've, especially because, especially these last like six months, like I've been like, I've been reaching out to a lot of people and stuff. And I've like repaired a lot of friendships and stuff because, yeah, you just, you just never know. And I, I just kind of took on that mindset. I mean, I took on this mindset months ago, but even more now, it's just kind of like, yeah, like if you want to reach out to someone, just do it. There's no need on like waiting. There's never going to be like a perfect opportunity to do it. Just just reach out to them. Agreed. Um, before we get into the, our next our next topic, I do want to like take like a ten minute like memorial from so just ten seconds of silence. All right. Um, Again, R.I.P. Kobe, R.I.P. his daughter, R.I.P. everybody who died in the helicopter crash. Just a very sad tragedy. And again, just take care of your loved ones, guys. Reach out. All right. Um, kind of a weird transition, but um, yeah, we're we're starting we're starting with the with the rough stuff today. <laughs> Uh, well, this past um, this past week, we, there's two shows that ended. Uh, one had a very long uh, run on television. One had a very short run. Um, so we'll start with we'll start with the one that had a long run. Arrow ended this past week. Started in October 2012. Yeah, October 2012, and had final episode this past Tuesday. Um, Chris, I know you've been watching it too much lately, but how did you come up? How did you start watching Arrow? Like, what was like the first um, your first memories of it? Um, I, so I, I remember, I remember, um, cause I never, I never actually finished Smallville for some reason, but I've got, I've, I think I've seen the first like eight or nine seasons of it. I think I'm only, I think I've only seen, not seen the last one, but I remember there being talks, you know, way back when it was like, they're going to do a, a green arrow show. And I was like, oh, okay. With Justin Hartley. Awesome. Like he was in talks for it and everything. And then they cast a Stephen Amell and I was like, who the fuck is this guy? Like, why are they just going to do Justin Hartley? And I always felt like he was robbed. So I didn't want to watch it. I was like, I'm not going to watch this show. Season one passed. Everyone was like, yeah, it's pretty good. Like, nope, not going to watch it. And season two, about midway through, everyone was like, I like all my friends were like, hey, you need to, you really need to start like watching this. Especially like uh, my friend Doug, he was like, he's like, you got to start watching Arrow. He's like, it's it's good. And I'm like, that's not Justin Hartley. He said, nope. He's like, it's not, but you, yeah, you'll still like him. I'm like, okay. So first season was on Netflix at the time, I think. So I watched the first season. And I said, "Oh, this is, this is really good." I was like, "It's kind of dark, kind of 
kind of weird that they're just gonna have like be go around just killing people the whole time. I was like, whatever. And then I watched season two. And oh boy, season two. Season two is one of my like favorite seasons of TV. Um, the Deathstroke, the Deathstroke storyline is so good. Um, season three, you know, hit slump and everything, but I watched it for a while. I think I've only, I think I stopped in season six. I stopped wherever the Prometheus season was, where he f- showed up. And Sounds there was bad. like the Vigilante too. Yeah. And then Vigilante was supposed to be what's his name, and then they made it Prometheus instead. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? Um, so that's been a couple seasons I watched it. But I um, I did want to catch up on it and finish it. Now that it's over, I'll probably go through and actually finish it now, since it is a ending now. You know, when I uh, when I first got to Arrow, because I, I was a huge Smallville fan. I started Smallville back when it started, back in 2001. So I, I remember, I do remember when, because um, I really wasn't familiar with Green Arrow that much. So when he first showed up in season six of Smallville, um, I, and I like Justin Hartley because I've seen him in other projects before this. So I was like, oh, I'm excited to see what, um, what this guy's going to bring to it. And also, I uh, that summer I saw the leaked Aquaman pilot and I was bummed that he didn't get that. So I was like, okay, I want to like support whatever Justin Hartley's doing. This Green Arrow character seemed interesting, like a Robin Hood style. And I and I looked it up before. I thought, like, oh, okay, he's a, he's kind of he is kind of Batman like. Let's face it, that's that's always been the criticism of Green Arrow, but even back in the day, it's like, oh, he's just like Batman. It's like, okay. So pretty much he was Smallville's answer to not having Batman on the show. And it was crazy what Justin Hartley did with the Oliver Queen character. He really brought life back into the, into Smallville again because at that point they were in the sixth season. Not that it was not that Smallville was getting bad, but it was just getting like repetitive. So they yeah, needed exactly. an extra boost. Yeah. So that and I liked that Justin Hartley showed up and he started building the Justice League on that show. That and Justice for all episode. Ooh, we. It's crazy how we've gone from that to where we go to now in the CW Justice League. It's it's insane, but seeing the beginnings of that in Smallville was great. And then I think it's when Michael Rosenbaum left in season seven, they they brought in Justin Hartley as a regular and getting more Oliver Queen was perfect because like you gave fans a chance to know more about this character. It helped Green Arrow's popularity a whole a whole bunch. And I was ready for an Oliver Queen spinoff at that point. I was ready to whenever because I remember those talks of like, okay, Smallville's going to end, but they're going to do an Oliver Queen show. It's like, oh, perfect. It's going to be Justin Hartley. They're going to continue on from where Smallville left off. And then I like you, I heard like, oh, they're casting this uh, Stephen Amell character and our Stephen Amell guy. I'm like, okay, that's interesting. They're, they're going to do a reboot, which I really was more like you because you already had this established character. Why wouldn't you just continue on with that? Um, which I, I always do want to know what happened. I, there had to have been something that, like, maybe Justin Hartley just didn't want to do it at that point anymore. For them to just do a hard, oh, let's just reboot it, you know? Yeah. I think, and what's, like, what's like weird, too, is that it's... It, his career was so weird. Like, he's doing very, very, very well right now on This Is Us. And I don't watch the show. But I know that show's huge and that he's a big character on it. So, I mean, he's doing well. Like, and he didn't need Arrow. And maybe and maybe it was one of those things where he didn't want to get stuck in the in the role. Because well, I get Because that's why... Um, that's why um, Tom Welling wanted, like, was all, like, pissed off and didn't want to wear the, the suit. 
He didn't want to be typecast, and then I don't even know what Tom Willing's done since then. Uh, I can I can see that reasoning. Um, but yeah, so when they went to Stephen Amell, and I was like, okay, I'll, I'll give this a chance because you know I, I liked all WBCW shows, so I'll, I'll watch it. Um, you know, I'm a big comic book fan too, so of course I'm gonna check it out. And I watched that first episode. It was very Batman Begins like. Yeah. Was, yeah, I was very like intrigued. Okay, he's he's killing people. This is this is new. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. This isn't, this isn't the green. This is a Two? Okay. thing, I guess. Yeah. Oh, God, this is a little dark. Okay. Um, and also, too, like, uh, another thing that brought me onto the show was, was Katie Cassidy because she was, I think, like, she was, like, the CW girl for the longest time because she was in Gossip Girl, Supernatural. Um, oh, there's another one that she appeared on. Um, but, yeah, she, so she'd been doing these CW shows. Okay, I, I want to see what... She brings the Black Canary character because I like, I like the Black Canary, and I wasn't really a fan of what they did with her in Smallville. Okay, well, so Black Canary is going to be in the show. Oliver Queen's going to be on the show, so hopefully we'll get more of a Green Arrow Black Canary mix, which we ended up we never really got, but <laughs> we'll get to that later. Yeah, but it was still I was still hooked on when I first watched that. She was this, she was like she was like the CW girl. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so she they, she just kept they kept giving her show. Oh, Melrose Place. That's what it was. Yeah, that's, that's what I said. Yeah, no, because I yeah I know. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. So I was I was interested to see what they did, and I when I when the pilot aired, I liked I liked what Stephen Amell brought. I loved um, David Ramsey's John Diggle. I liked that little. Oh, okay, he's playing his bodyguard. I like that little thing in the pilot where he's like, he disappears from the limo. It's like, okay, this is going to be a very interesting relationship to watch. I like the Tommy Merlin character, and then I like the antagonistic uh, Captain Lance character as well, too. So I was, I was hooked from the beginning. There was never a, po- a moment in the show where I was not like, eh, I'm not feeling this. And then, like you said, one season two hit. Jesus. that I think what you said, it's that's the best season of television, or one of the best seasons of television. Now, you're... You're not too far off from that because season two of Arrow was excellent. It's so solid too, and like that's season. The my one of my least favorite things about the show, and I ne- and I I watched through season five, so I never saw the point where it was gone. But I hated the flashbacks. I always thought they were way too gimmicky. I didn't really like them. Season two, the flashbacks were a hundred percent needed to tell the story. You can't See, I, tell the story of season two without the flashbacks. Now looking back at uh, the show as a whole, season two's flashback is the like the perfect flashback story. Yeah, and um, yeah, the, the flashback gimmick eventually did it kind of just hurt the show because they kept having to rely to it. It's like they started off with this thing, you know, oh, we're gonna keep doing flashbacks for his to, to his time in the island, and where and this is where it kind of really went off the rails is when he left the island in season three in the flashbacks. <laughs> yeah, and then or in season. In season, oh my god, and then in season five, he cut his hair, so then he had to wear a wig and a beard. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was yeah so buddy, frustrating cause let's talk first, about that. That first, shot, that first shot of Arrow, when he when he gets rescued from the island, he's like, so good. It's just like he, he looks awesome. He, he has a big hoodie on, he has long hair, long beard. Oh man, this guy went through shit for five years. And then now knowing what that ha- what happened in the five years, like, oh, so that was a wig he was wearing on? You know, he wasn't on the island the entire time? It's like, come on. Like, 
And also, it's just like, he, and also, he never had, he never had to leave the island. I just didn't think it was necessary for him to leave. Nope. I did. They could have done so much more of the island. If it's like, oh, let's have him go to China for, for a year. Let's have him go to Russia. It's like, no, you don't, you don't need those stories at all. And then, yeah, then he's like, he goes to China for a year. He goes back to the island, and then and go, he leaves the island, and goes to Russia. It's like, at this point, it's like, okay, well, why doesn't he just go home? I never got that point. Like, okay, why didn't he just go home before five years? Right. Well, and the the wig thing, you know what the wig thing reminds me of? It reminds me of um, the last Jedi lightsaber thing. Where it's like you have this cool moment and you've built it up. Let's see what it's all about. Let's see how he gets to the end of the journey. He just throws the lightsaber off the cliff. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, all right, I guess. Yeah, it's a wig. Yeah, here, take this. You need to put these on. You need to go. What? You what? Yeah, and you also, and it doesn't really match up either. It's like, wait a minute. So like, oh. now when I watch that first shot, it's like, oh, he just killed um, oh, uh, what's this guy's name? Ivan Drago. Dolph right. Lundgren just kills Dolph Lundgren like thirty seconds ago. He puts on this wig and then he just shows up right then and there. Come, yeah, exactly. come on now. And he wasn't alone at all. I was trapped on an island alone. No, you weren't. You people around constantly. Yeah. Also, should've... like, literally, there's there's literally people right there, like twenty minutes ago. So if those those people who found them could just walk, oh, let's let's see about this island, huh? There's some freshly dead bodies here. Oh shit! What'd you do? Well, and it's like one of those things where, dude, there's so many dead bodies on that island. Um, but I just don't, I just don't understand. Why Why continue to lean on the flashbacks? Like, you could use the flashbacks every once in a while, maybe, you know, a couple episodes here and there, kind of have a flashback in there and be like, oh, look, this is when this happened. Why every episode? It just felt lazy in the end because it's like, okay, now you're just now you're just using it as a crutch, and you're using it to fill time to tell a useless fucking story. Yeah. Again, the, the season two flashbacks were perfect. Like, I, like I saw, and we could kind of lead into this too, um, Katie Cassidy put on Twitter, like, she asked, oh, what's everyone's favorite season of the era? Like, everyone keeps saying season two. And she's like, everyone keeps saying that. Why does everyone keep saying season two is the best? It's just everything that they did work. They introduced um, Sarah Lance, which is a great character dad on the show. They started the Canary storyline. Introduced um, the League of Assassins. It got it gave Roy Harper more to do. Um, and it, it kind of established the original Team Arrow at that point, whereas Oliver Diggle Felicity, which is the the best version of the era team. Yep. And before they did like all the Olysses things. Yeah, exactly. Their, their, their relationship was very, very platonic. It was not, their storyline wasn't just based off like, Oh, you know, Olysses stuff. It was very, everything was storyline driven. It was not like relationship stuff at all. Like, and granted, yeah, Laurel had her stuff too, but I, I like Laurel's storyline. She's recently lost one of her loves of her life. She's, you know, going through, this alcoholic depression. It was a, it was a very good realistic story. So I liked what they did with Laurel, and then like you mentioned too, Deathstroke Sarah. was amazing. The stuff of Sarah was good too. Yeah, I, yeah, I like the the Sarah storyline a lot too because it was um, I really liked that it was like they they made it because it was like yeah like because she was pretending to be um like gone too. See, I always wanted to know what she was doing. 
You know, it's crazy how we still have never gotten Sarah flashbacks, even like on Legend, Legends of Tomorrow. They've never explored what Sarah was doing for those years while Oliver thought she was dead after the island. Yeah, I just don't. Mm, I just don't know. I want to know. I want to know. Another thing, too, about season two, it also it gave us like Grant Dustin showed up on, on the scene of Arrow. It's like, oh god, this this guy, he's he's Flash. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot that Flash was in the second season, also. Yeah, yeah. His his introduction led to the Mirakuru, led to uh, Solomon Grundy, which never came back. But it still it led to the season two built the Arrowverse because that's when yeah. you, you could start building shows off of this now. Yeah, exactly. I yeah, it um. Yeah, with that, without that season, there's no, there's no, there's no Arrowverse. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Without season two, there's no Flash, there's no Legends, there's no Supergirl. Um, probably, probably Black Lightning because they would, those creators would have done it with, with Garless. But Arrow, especially season two, laid the groundwork for all these shows now. But keep in mind, Chris, like they said at the at the Black Lightning panel. There's never been a, a black lead superhero ever. Oh, words, <laughs> words. I I know you. I know you. I know you ate that line up during the during the panel at Comic Con in 2017. Oh, so, uh, what other what other thing say there? <laughs> What's up? Yeah, well, what else? They said something else that was super stupid and like out of place in that Black Lightning panel that you always made fun of. Oh my god, what was it? Oh, he was like, he was like, I like black people too. And we were like, what? What? <laughs> what, what was it? Because I really remember the context of it. Oh my god. Because the black, so in the, I guess, background, because I'm just going off of this because I'm trying to remember now about the Black Lightning thing. So in 2017, when Black Lightning was gaming, is that when it was, or was it 2018? No, it had to be. It had been 2017. So we went. So we, we went to the um, we went to Ballroom 20, which is where they do the CW panels, and we watched all of them. We spent basically the whole day in there. We watched all the panels, and one either the panel in the middle or the panel the panel in the middle was Black Lightning, and we were like, oh, like this is awesome! Like we're really excited about the show. Like let's see was gonna do and like the dude came out like the showrunner did and gave like this like really like weird like speech about it and we were like what like what are you talking about dude but he was like like one of the things that he brought up is he was like like he was like there was there's never there's never before been a like a uh like a black lead superhero and like chris is sitting next to me he leans into me he's like does blade not count anymore i was like I think I think Blade still counts. <laughs> I was like, I don't really know though. He's like, where are you like getting at? Portraits were like in in television. There was really never a lead black male superhero. Yeah, <laughs> but then, um, oh my god, yeah, like and it, it, so he says up at the end where he was like, he was like, I really want to see like more black people in film, and we we're like, yeah. He's like, because I like black people too. We we're like, yeah. It was just, I don't know. It's like like his like whole like thing like felt like very like weird. I don't know. 
No. <laughs> I just I remember sitting at the panel and I was like, ugh, what is happening? Yeah. I still never yeah. watched Black Lightning because that was, that, that was the season I stopped watching when that started because I just got overwhelmed. There's just too many shows. Yeah, that why, I can't yeah, watch. yeah why, did you, why did you stop watching Arrow and all the other shows? It was just too much. I was, I was, I mean, it's, I was dedicating five, six hours a week just to keep up with it. And then I would, you know, miss a week, and then all of a sudden it's ten hours I have to catch up on. And it's like, oh my god, I don't have all this time. Because when I stopped, there was Arrow, Flash, Supergirl, Legends. They added in Black Lightning, and there was talks of them adding another show, which ended up being Batwoman. Like, I don't have six hours a week to dedicate to just one TV show, essentially. I really wanted to. I think I think Black Lightning was just like it was like it was like it be that was when it became too much. It was like it's five shows now, and I was like, like I was already having a headache trying to keep up with four, and then they threw another one in, and they were like, it's like it's not connected. And it's like, but I really want to watch this show though too. Like I'm not gonna just not watch it because it's not connected. Like I want to watch it, but it just was too much. Yeah, like, I don't know how, how do you keep up with everything? You watch like no, so just... much stuff, and I have no clue. I don't know how I keep up with everything. I well, I don't watch. I do not watch um, Batwoman. Uh, I tried. It just. I, I just couldn't get into it. Maybe I'll. Maybe when it's like in the summer, I'll binge it and see if I'll, maybe that'll help. But I just. I could not keep up with it. It's like you know, I don't care enough for me to like put another hour out of my day for this. So. But yeah. Um, I'm not. Just, I was already invested in Arrow Journey. That's why I kept watching. I just wanted to see like. I'm already five seasons in, and I again I like Stephen Amell. I like I like supporting him, so and he's such a good champion for that show too. So I stopped in season five of Arrow because the I because that was the year I've I stopped watching everything because I saw um um what's his name died at the end of season five. Um, oh no, Katie Cassidy died, right? She died at the end of season five. Oh no, still. Oh, yeah, we'll talk about that. Yeah, freaking them but, killing off Laurel in season four was was atrocious. Four. The worst. It, I, I almost did stop watching at that point. I really did because, especially when the the interview. Because okay, background. Season four started off on this cliffhanger of like it cuts to a flash forward scene of Oliver standing in front of a grave. So the entire season, you're wondering who's in the grave. It ends up being Katie Cassidy's character, Laura Lance, who was playing Black Canary at the time. And at that point, they did, they've did they done such a good job of like rehabbing the Laurel character, making you so invested in this Black Canary story. For them to just unceremoniously kill her off was, was ridiculous. And the fact that they even stayed, they came back and said, oh... When we when we when we did that grave scene, we had no idea even who was in the grave. It's like, okay, so why even do it if you don't have a plan for this? Well, and then everyone was like, it's probably going to be Felicity, and they built it up, and they're like, uh oh, they're getting closer. Like Oliver and uh, Felicity are getting closer and closer because I think that's when they may have first started gotten together. Or they were like making it up, and then like there was a there was an episode, and I'll never fucking forget this bullshit. But there was an episode, and she gets like kidnapped or something. And then it pans back to the grave, and then she walks up, and I was like, well, there's no fucking danger anymore. Like, I know it's not her. Like, they kept doing that, and they'd be like, uh-oh, Diggle's in trouble. 
actually he's in this scene. And it's like, what? Stop doing that. Like, stop doing that. Stop cutting out. Like, stop making it. Like, you've you've obviously been like, we're going to kill somebody. And then they'd be like, we're going to sh- we're going to kind of shift towards this person. And they'd be like, psych, they're in front of the in front of the tombstone with Oliver. And I was like, this is dumb. But killing up Katie Riddleston was able to she was paralyzed for like two episodes and started walking again. Oh, yeah, because they put the thing in her spine. That's right. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, so the yeah. reason why I remember that the way Laurel died was just such like a that's it. That's how she died. Did she get stabbed or shot? She got stabbed and it was an arrow. And then they did the whole fake. I was like, oh, she's uh, she's fine in the hospital for like a second, and like oh, cuts back. Oh, she she passed away. Oh yeah, she had to have her she had to have her moment with Oliver first. Yeah, and her and her moment with Oliver is her t- her telling him, "It's okay that you're with another girl." <laughs> like, oh God, I forgot. Oh no, this is why I stopped watching the show. This is because of stupid shit like that. Because I was just like, ugh. But the reason why I remember season five is because I stopped on the Savitar season of Flash. Because that is the reason why I stopped watching. I remember now. It's because I was so. I thought the the Savitar twist was so incredibly stupid that I could not continue to watch the show. So Savitar killed the arrow next to you. Yeah, dude, the Savitar... I don't know if... It's just like, I don't even know where to start with it. It was the stupidest thing. So, I mean, spoilers for TV that happened, you know, like three or four years ago. But the the Flash season three, so they they build this whole season. They're like, there's this the speed god, his name's Savitar, and he's like so much faster than the Flash, and like they can't figure out how to catch him. And Barry's trying to get faster, and they're like, uh, he's like granting wishes to people, and people are like, I want to have powers. He's like, fuck, there you go, you have powers now, and he gives Wally powers. And I was like, okay, maybe we'll go somewhere cool with this, which they didn't. But then, like, at the end, they're like, who's Savitar? They take off the helmet, and it's Barry. And I'm like, this is dumb. This is so stupid. And, like, I guess he had to create, like, a a speed clone. Is that what they're called? Uh, time remnant. <laughs> time remnant. That's what it was. He had to create a time remnant to fight somebody. To fight Savitar, I think. And then the time remnant survived. And then there was two of them, and they didn't know what to do. So he decided to start time traveling. And I don't even remember how they explained why he was so fast. I think the suit made him faster. But you're, it's funny, your explanation of Savitar is more than the, what the show gave. But it's like the time remnant that fought Savitar eventually became Savitar. Okay, let me see if I can get this right. <laughs> <laughs> it's been long since I thought about this, so give me a sec, folks. No, we couldn't figure it right, out years so, ago. At some point in the future, when Barry fought Savitar, he created a whole bunch of time remnants. And Savitar killed all of them. But I guess Savitar recognized, oh, that's me one day, so I'm going to leave this one alive. And so he leaves one time remnant alive. And then the time remnant gets so, like, he gets so damaged because, like, the other, there's two Barrys and they don't, the other, the Team Flash treats the time remnant like some kind of like abomination or something like that so he goes crazy and just starts to become like a speed god and just goes through through time and starts messing shit up 
Yeah, but me- I remember, remember we had the whole discussion, though, because then he fights Avatar, and he's like, what are you going to do, make time remnants? Because you know that blah, blah, blah. And then he makes a time remnant, and it's like, okay, it's the same fucking thing. But then the time remnant, they're on that like that wheel, and then it dies. So you're, that, that's Zoom. That, you're thinking Zoom. Oh, that's right. Wait, wait, wait. So he created a time remnant against Zoom? Is that what it was? Yeah, he, he created a time remnant against... See, that would have made more sense if the time remnant he created against Zoom eventually became Savitar. At least that would have been set up because that one just dies, and, and that's just that's it. So, again, Savitar, he just creates more time remnants, apparently, and then one of them just becomes Savitar. It's, a, it's, it's super complicated. Your brain will freaking explode thinking about this. So we'll move on away from the Savitar talk. Uh, so, so Arrow, Arrow has lost <laughs> episode this past week. I thought I thought it was a good finale. I don't want to spoil it for you, Chris, because you haven't seen it yet. But it was a good it was a good send off to Oliver Queen. It was yeah. good to see a whole bunch of old characters again. And the week before this, they set up the spinoff, um, Green Arrow and the Canaries, and it's crazy how like Superman and Lois got the pickup, and this one hasn't yet. But I still think this is going to get picked up. You'll see. We can see more of uh, my girl, Mia Smoke. I haven't even watched the show since she's been on it. I'm a very big fan of hers. <laughs> yeah, she's she's good on the show. Like, and I liked what that spinoff did. I liked her relationship with uh, both um, Laurel and Dinah. So I liked that relationship because that I think that's going to be the the Arrow and Canary show that people have been wanting for the longest time. So hopefully that does get picked up because I like I liked what they did in the pilot. So hopefully, and also it ends on the cliffhanger too. So it's like okay, if it doesn't get picked up, this just it just ended with this massive cliffhanger that one of I guess Legends of Tomorrow would have to at some point because the show is set in the future. Wait, how is it set in the future? Because uh, it's it's based off Oliver's daughter, so she's gonna be grown up in the future. Right, but isn't she in the past right now? No, well, okay. There's a little spoiler for you. <laughs> she, she's from the future. So she went back to her, her her present, which is 2040. Oh, okay. And yeah, then how are Kate Cassidy and... How are they there? Well, it, it, it's explained in the in the back of the pilot that... that uh, and spoilers, guys. Um... Laurel shows up because Sarah sends her to the future for a mission. And then Dinah is just, she says that, oh, after Oliver's, uh, again, spoilers, after Oliver's funeral, she just woke up in 2040. So it's a big mystery of how she ended up there. Oh, who? Which one? Laurel or um, Dinah? Dinah. Yeah, how she, like, because mm. Laurel came there to do the legend ship. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, so it sets up this interesting little narrative. It's like, okay, well, if this doesn't get picked up, then it's just a a hanging plot thread, you know? Yeah, like, why why even do it if you're not going to do it? Hmm. Which, again, that kind of tells me that they're confident that it's going to get picked up. Which, which again, I I think it will. Superman and Lois got picked up without having any kind of, like, backdoor pilot set up for it at all. So, I mean, I guess because maybe because Super CW just wants a Superman show, but still, you already have an established like fan base. Arrow, do what? 
But why? They already have a Superman show. It's called Supergirl. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> it's the same. Oh my god! It's like the, it's like it's like they took Superman, and then they made him interesting, and then <laughs> like you already have that show. I don't understand. Supergirl is more interesting than Superman. I'm gonna be the first to say it. I think Superman's a boring, milk toast character, and I'm not a fan of his. What? Maybe the show can bring some new life in Superman. So there you go. Superman hasn't been good since uh, Superman 2 with Christopher Reeves. Oh, you hushed your mouth on that. Um. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Are you going to try it? What are you going to defend me with? Smallville or Man of Steel? Uh, I can defend you with both, actually. Smallville gave a very layered and brought Superman to the modern day. And then Man of Steel, again, gave him more of a... Gave him more layers to them as well, too. So, yeah. Wrong! I won't. Very, very, very good Clark Kent show. You're right. I'll give you that one. Not a Superman show. Well, no, but it was never meant to be a Superman show. It was a Clark Kent show. But that's what I'm saying. Super, Superman hasn't been good since Superman 2. With Christopher Reeves. Well, again... I know you're not about to use <laughs> Superman Returns or Man of Steel. You want to talk about Man of Steel? You want to talk about Clark just watching his dad die because Kevin Costner put his hand up? Okay, that's dumb. That's dumb. I mentioned this on a BC show, too. Like, I, That's the dumbest thing that they did in the movie. Like, come on now. Superman, even, even if he wasn't like, him. oh, that's too up. He would have saved him. Also, yeah. in the comic, Jonathan yeah, Kent yeah, dies yeah, from a heart it, attack. Why not just do the heart attack? Because it, the whole point, the whole point of that storyline is about how Superman just can't save everybody. Because you can't save somebody that's having a heart attack. Like it's like it's like one of those like he has to struggle with mortality yeah. and stuff. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, but like you can save your dad from a fucking tornado though. Listen, we can we we can t- we can ask Zack Snyder on his, on that Vero account why he did what he did with Man of Steel, but oh, do we get a Snyder cut finally? No, we're not going to talk about Snyder cut. Um, <laughs> actually, gets like a release date, so there you go. Yeah, yeah if anyone asks about the Snyder cut with me, I will never talk about the Snyder cut until I actually see. And, and I'm not talking about oh images from Zack Snyder until I actually see something from Warner Bros. Saying, oh, we're going to do a Snyder cut. So I'm not going to talk. Um, but before we get into the, the other show, last thoughts. What do you think the legacy of Arrow is going to be? I think it'll be the same as Smallville was. Um, they did a really good job with the long run. And they developed a lot more stuff, too. That's the thing. Because like, they have all these spinoff shows now. Um, I think it's... I mm-hmm. think... I think it's going to really – I think Smallville is like the best comparison because it's really not that good of a show. It has good parts, but it's overall, Arrow just wasn't really that good. But it drew a lot of people in, and it kept people coming back. And I think – and I don't know if it was because it's like, well, I've already gone this far. But uh, it's going to – it'll be remembered fondly. People look at Smallville and remember it fondly. That's just garbage too. Jesus. I, I, I like Smallville. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I'm one of the stupid people that also looks back on it fondly. But that show's not good. I don't care. 
What, what do you like, Dark Side? Do you like Bizarro? Okay, well, like first of all, you're Dark Side, because so you can't comment on that. Do you like how they um, like, kill like Luth? Do you like that? Well, I can't. With Lex Luthor, Michael Rosemont wanted to leave, so I mean, what we can do there. But um, for for the legacy of Arrow, in my opinion, I think I think the thing's gonna be remembered more than Smallville at this point because again, without Arrow, you don't get Flash, Legend. You don't even this get these uh, DC Universe shows. You don't get Titans or Doom Patrol. It's it's done a lot for superhero TV. It also helps too. You have to keep in mind. That we enter this weird thing in the 2000, and really 2012 is kind of what started it. Because you have to remember in May, Avengers came out, and then in October, Arrow started. And so that's a huge, I mean, that's a huge thing for comic book everything. Because Marvel kind of brought the comic book movies back into a positive light. Dark Knight Rises came out in July of that year, too. Ugh. I think Dark Knight Rises may have set it back a couple steps. Oh. Oh my God! Wow. Um. Oh, oh! I'm sorry. Are we defending Dark Knight Rises? Oh yes, I will defend Well, we won't go there, but I will get to with, with Arrow. I think it's going to be the it's the first show that brought superhero TV to a very realistic approach. You know what I mean? Until they went kind of goofy with like uh, aliens and and, and um, metahumans and all and all that crap. But it's still a like, Arrow continued the the same beats that Dark or not Dark Knight that Batman Begins started and did it yeah, well. Man. And again, given us shows like I keep mentioning Titans and Doom Patrol and Swamp Thing and Stargo now, but I think the the legacy of Arrow is it's going to just be that show. I think it will be remembered more than Smallville because even now people forget that. Oh, people keep saying, oh, uh, Stephen Amell brought the pop- popularity of Green Arrow. It's like, well, Smallville kind of started it. So I think Arrow is going to eclipse what Smallville started. Or the, uh, Arrow eclipsed the legacy of Smallville. Smallville walked so that Arrow could run. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's It's it's about stepping stones. Yeah, small, I mean, Smallville like, did a lot. But yeah, Arrow definitely brought it to the... It made it, it, made it normal, if that makes sense. Like, it made it normal to I'll, watch. I'll, I'll, I'll give it a Because uh, Arrow Season 2, I think, laid the groundwork for the stunt work of Daredevil Season 1. Yep. Oh, yeah, you have to think about that, too. We have shows like Daredevil. We got all Punisher. We got all those shows. We got um, the Gotham became a show, like, because, because of Arrow. Like, Arrow, none of those exist without Arrow. I just don't think so. Or they don't exist well. Yeah, exactly. I think, yeah, they might exist, but there's there's no way they would get, like, the acclaim or popularity without Arrow leading le- le- the way. Yeah, or, like, like, yeah, like you said, Arrow taking the ball left and just ran with it. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be remembered fondly. And I, I, I just, I don't know how you can possibly think that it won't be. But I also think there's a lot of bad in that show that we're going to all forget about because we're going to be like, well, it was, Arrow was a good show. We're not going to think about like how garbage Laurel's death was. We're not going to think about stuff like that. We're going to remember how good Deathstroke was. We're going to remember about the team-ups and all that stuff. Yeah. Yep, I think I'll have a good legacy. Very positive. Well, to kind of little transition, I mentioned earlier, another show is ending its uh, little short run. 
Uh, the Good Place is airing its final episode tonight, and it's crazy how The Good Place has only been for four years, but it feels like it's been on a lot longer. Mm-hmm. It ha- well, yeah, because I think I started it right after season one ended. Because of you and our friend Michael. Um, got me to start watching it because we saw the ads at Comic Con for it, and I was like, he, "Like Michael was like, yeah, you have to watch the show. You have to, especially on TV." And I said, "Okay." Watched it, fell in love immediately. Great show. I'm so excited what, to watch what, it. I still haven't. What drew you into it? What was that? What What drew you into the Good Place? Um, I think the concept behind it, like, I really like the idea of, because especially the first, like, the first season storyline is, is really good, where it's like, you know, you're, you're in the good place, and everything's perfect and everything, and then, like, the main character doesn't belong there, and you have, like, the things, like, the accidents that keep happening and everything, and it's like, like, it, like, it was, like, very interesting, and I was like, I just don't know where it's gonna go with it. The humor was usually, like, very, very, like subtle it wasn't like overt humor and i also appreciated that it was an a, a sitcom that didn't use a laugh track because laugh tracks are trash um but yeah i don't know really I, all the characters really drew me into there's not really a bad character on that show everyone's written no, very well yeah. very true to themselves all the characters are yeah they're, they're all unique in their own way and what drew me in immediately was Again, I, I've always liked Kristen Bell going going back to Veronica Mars, but so I like that like she's able to that because that first scene with Michael, which oh you're in a good place, you're in a good place. Like, she's able to keep that act. Then when like oh she, then when it turns Chidi alone, that she immediately reveals her character. It's like oh this is like a complete switch from what we started the episode with. Like, oh she's really not that much of a good person. <laughs> exactly. It's um. Yeah, I don't know. It's 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 weird, like because that show really hasn't been going on very long. Because it has only four seasons, which I mean, four seasons is still a decent run. I mean, but it's just it's not like they didn't draw it out too much. I, I but we, you and I said after season two ended, we we're like, how the hell are they going to continue the show? And it hasn't. It never really got bad ever. Like I'll look. I'll. I'll look back on Good Place like very fondly for how short of a run it's had. Because we yeah, were like, it, oh good. Well, like I just remember we were like, like because you you have all the stuff of season one and then you go into season two and they're kind of like recapping all the stuff and everything and then, um, they they start a new they kind of they kind of hit a wall at the end of season two and it's like. Okay, well, what? Like, what are you gonna do for next season? And the next season starts, and it's like, oh, that's what you're gonna do. And then you know, season three ends. It's like, okay, there's no way you can go any further with this. That's it. You've hit the end of the road. And season four starts to happen. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> like it just like they just kept surprising me, kept making new storylines and everything, and it made it actually flow pretty well. I kept thinking they were writing themselves into a corner, and they weren't. See, I always, I always kept thinking that too. Like, and I, I don't want to give away any of the twists because I want people to. See, watch I don't the show. either. That's why I'm trying to be real careful about what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but the, with the, when the twist of season one happens, like, okay, where are you guys gonna go from here? I think, okay, this is it. Like, you've already revealed your biggest twist. But it's like, nope. Season two happens. Nope. It's like, oh, it's filled with more twists and turns and stuff. Again, again, 
another twist at the end of the season two. All right, so I don't, think, I don't see this show can can kind of top this. Nope. Season That's three happens, and it's just like man, it just keeps going and going, and it's it's crazy how they're they're literally doing what shows. I don't want to say should do because I like when sh- I do like long shows, but they're ending off on a high note because they yeah. can still keep going if they wanted to. Uh, yeah, they could. I don't think I'd want them to though. I mean, I am very, very glad this it's gonna end. I um, I am gonna say though, I think that season four might be its weakest season. It's not bad. But it's definitely the weakest of all the seasons. See, I think I I, I would agree with you on that because I think what they do in season four it could have been two seasons. It's like yeah. they they yeah, they does. set up a thing in season four that just kind of like you set up this this thing, you bring these characters in halfway through. It's like okay, now we're moving on to this next thing. Like wait, what happened to all these characters that you just set up? Like where are they right now? Now we're just yeah. gonna focus back to them. It's like oh, okay, I don't hate it, but it's like. I was the kind of curious to see what you were setting up before. That first half of season four could have been split out and across a whole. But the only thing is, though, is like this this last little storyline. It's only been the last like three or four episodes. I don't know if that could have been a whole season, but it could have been a half season. Like they should have done the 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 thing that they were doing in the beginning. <laughs> this sounds so fucking vague. <laughs> um but what they were doing at the beginning of the season could have easily been a whole season, but it's almost like they were like, well, we don't have enough for this, so we need to make this the last three or four episodes. True. But it should, it could have been, this last storyline could have been seven or eight episodes easily. Yeah, and then like the previous storyline could have been a full, like you said, a full season. Yeah, do a full season and do a half season. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm not curious to see what what this how they're gonna wrap everything up tonight. Uh, so I'm like, they can. Kristen Bell's obviously gonna have a great career in this. I'm curious to see half like the careers of like uh, the actress who plays Chidi, who's also a Midsummer. Um, the actress, the actress who plays Jada, has been a standout in my opinion. It just went yeah. from oh my God. like a very like not the dull character because that's what <laughs> that's what her character was supposed to be to this very like evolved character. Again, without giving anything away, the, the stuff they do with the Jaina character is brilliant. Mm, Jamila Jamil is um, like a huge advocate now, and I mean she's a huge deal, even for people that have never seen the show before. She's been doing all mm-hmm. kinds of like other stuff outside of acting. Like um, no, I like, I like I like her as the honey too. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, she yeah she and yeah. I'm a big fan of hers. I'm a really big fan of hers. Like, like, like you mentioned, it's a really, it's a really good solid cast. But there's not a, there's not a bad character among them all. Mm-mm. The main, the main, what is it? Uh, six. I mean, they're all so solid. Ted Danzen. Can we take a moment to appreciate Ted Danzen? How he's still killing it. <laughs> Ted Danson has uh, had such a, like a full career. He, because I mean, I can't imagine. I mean, that he like really needs to keep continue to work. I hope he does. But if this was like the last thing I saw Ted Danson in, I'd be like, okay. He was there great. Was, in the like, show. There was a moment in um, season two. I just I love like the subtlety of 
him at him at the bar. It's like ah, it's like Cheers. Yeah, because he because I think he kind of like he, he makes like a joke about it, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I like that this show's kind of given Ted Danson more like a prominence in modern day now. So. Mm-hmm. So he's, had, he's had a very, very full, like, long career. Like, so it's like, I just can't imagine that he really, like, needs to continue to act. But I also understand that that's, like, whenever you're acting and stuff, like, it's like a, it's not like, well, I don't, it's not like I need the money. I'm just doing it because I enjoy it. So I hope he continues to do stuff. And I hope this kind of revitalizes him and either he come like comes back in like full force, but like I said, if, if this is it, I would he's ending out on a very uh, very high note. Yeah, exactly. And it's like again, the, the stuff that Richard Michael does is just so it's subtle, but it's so it's so damn good. It's so like good. Him just saying you're basic to somebody, I just it just has me rolling in tears all the time. You're basic. <laughs> Oh my gosh. All right, brothers. So this this coming weekend it is the Super Bowl. What you what you got? Oh, I'm going Chiefs for sure. They're my backup. They're my second team anyway. Chiefs. Yeah, cause I uh, cause I'm a I'm a I don't know if I ever said anything on here. I'm a very very big Eagles fan. Um, I like to give BC lots of crap for that. No. What? But um. <laughs> I um, I'm a big Andy Reid fan, and he was the Eagles head coach, and actually took him to the fir- the first Super Bowl in my lifetime. They they went to one in the '80s, but I wasn't born yet, so in my mind, the one in '04 is the first Super Bowl they went to. Like I get it's not, but but um, the first Super Bowl they went to, Andy Reid was the coach, and um, I started watching football in like 2011, 2012, like the year I think Chip Kelly took over. But Andy Reid went over to the Chiefs. And I was like, man, I really like this Chiefs team. Andy Reid's a coach. Like, I really like dig this team. And so I'd always watch them and root for them, too. Um, I I want them to win. I want Andy to get his ring, finally. He uh, he should have gotten it in 04. They had, like, this unstoppable team, but they just they couldn't they couldn't beat Tom Brady and the Patriots. So, um, But then the Eagles did it anyway. <laughs> but I, wish, I do wish that they would have got to play the Patriots in the AFC Championship game. So Andy Reid could beat him and go to the Super Bowl, but I'll take it. I think the Chiefs' offense is just too too. It's just too damn good. But the 49ers have the best like all around team in my mind. They have they have a very prominent offense and they have a, they have a very very good defense. Rooting for the 49ers. I think you are. <laughs> you sticking with the California yeah. team. I stick with the California team, and plus, if they win, too, it's gonna be a party out here in California. So yes, yeah. <laughs> um, I think I think that a lot of Texas is pulling for um, the Chiefs, which will be good because I'll actually be able to fit in this year at the Super Bowl because I haven't the last two years because people always root for Tom Brady. I'm like okay, but um, the Cowboys fans do not want the 49ers to get another ring. Oh God! So if that will be the thing though, if the 49ers win, I get to watch the. Uh, I will get to see the Cowboys fans be a little upset about it, so that'll be kind of funny. We're nowhere close to catching up to either one of them, so I don't care if they get another ring. Gotcha. Well, um, yeah, like I said, I'm hoping for the 49ers to win. Uh, uh, hopefully, it'll be a better game than last year's because like, the Rams let me down. That was a very boring Super Bowl. 
That was a very Burmester Bowl. That was a very, yeah. 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 Super Bowl last year was no fun. Trash. Um, garbage. Garbage. So, very garbage. Straight garbage. Do you know, hey, fun fact. Did you know that Nick Foles is the last quarterback to throw a touchdown in the Super Bowl? Because nobody threw a touchdown pass last year. That's kind of sad. Sad stat about last year's game. <laughs> I, I was like, I was like, yeah, maybe it'll hold true this year. And like one of my friends looked at me, and they're like, Jimmy Garoppolo and Patrick Mahomes are in the Super Bowl. They're definitely gonna throw at least one touchdown pass. And I was like, yeah, yeah. you're right. I, <laughs> I bet you at least one touchdown pass to be thrown. I mean, come on now. I bet on. Again, come on, come Monday. I could be wrong, so you never know. You never know. Ooh, we are we gonna are we gonna make this interesting? You wanna make this interesting for the Super Bowl, sir? Oh, uh, we'll, we'll we'll talk after the show. We'll, we'll, what do you mean we'll, we'll talk do. after the show? I want video. I want recorded proof. You can't back down. Uh, okay, well, okay, okay. Fine, fine. Let's make a bet. Uh, so you're you're going for the Chiefs. I'm going for the 49ers. What do what do you want the bet to be? I don't know. <laughs> I <have no> <laughs> yeah, see, oh, well, let's talk about the show. We can have time to talk about this. Okay. <laughs> Asshole. Uh, I'm going for oh, it. I'm going for it. I'm all in. God, that's only a couple of days away. Well, hey, before. Uh, great. Yeah, it's, only, it's on Sunday. It's, it kind of snuck up this year. Yep. God. And then January. the week after that is the. Uh, is the Oscars, which uh, I'm going to the Oscars, by the way. So, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Is a little humble brag right there? Yeah, don't, yeah no big deal. Don't make a big deal about it. I'm just going to the Oscars this year. God, just don't don't even worry about it. Yeah, exactly. Which, I mean, which means next week my show will be, it's going to be about Oscar predictions, and then the week after that will be about the experience of like, walking the carpet, Hopefully, bumping into Florence Pugh, you know. <laughs> your girl, your your BFF. Yeah, my BFF, Florence Pugh. Florence Pugh, the next Black Widow. She is the next Black Widow. I don't know why. I don't know a single person that doesn't think that they're gonna do that. Everyone's like, "Yeah, we already know." I Which know. It'd be, it'd be hilarious if they killed her off in that movie. I I would be like. Oh my god, it would be the twist to end all twists. That would be nuts. I, yeah, I, that would actually would shock me if she dies in that film. Like, huh? Wait, 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 wait. What the fuck? <laughs> that would definitely get me. If, they, if she doesn't become Black Widow in the movie, I will be so much more surprised than anything else they can throw at me in that movie. <laughs> Uh, well, um, well, have you since I have you on here before the Oscars? Do you have any like Oscar predictions at all you want to show give out or or nah? I don't really know. Uh, I, I know you, I know you didn't watch as many movies last year because of all the stuff that's going kinda, on. So that's kind of the issue. Um, one of the big problems was um, a I was very very bad about looking into movies as they were coming out because I was kind of distracted last year. Um, but I spent the first half of the year with my ex-fiance, 
who wasn't a huge fan of going to movies. Um, so we didn't really go to a whole lot of them, and I didn't really like going alone. I could never really make time um, for them. And then the second half of the year, I was kind of not in a great place, so then I didn't want to go out to the movies by myself. Although I went to Star Wars alone, which I was very proud of myself for doing. But um, I didn't watch. I didn't watch hardly anything last year. Um, I'm trying to think about like any like any good movies I saw last year. I saw Midsummer last year. That came out last year, right? Yeah, it was last year. I saw Midsummer. That's probably the only movie that was even like that would even like be talked about at all. And I don't even know if it was. You you also saw Joker too. Oh, that's right. God, it's like, dude, you saw Joker. You saw Joker. I saw. I forgot that Joker is like actually being nominated for. I don't know. It's in my mind. It's like it's a comic book movie. Like it's not getting nominated for shit. I forgot that like people are like actually like respecting that movie. Dude, he got, he got 11 nominations. That's insane. That is insane. I'm, like, very, very surprised because, I, like, I, I get that it's not, like, a comic book movie, but, like, it's a comic book movie. So, like, in my mind, it's like, okay, cool. Like, everyone's just going to spend the whole, like, time just, like, shitting on, like, how this is what's popular and this is a film. Mur, mur, mur. Uh, uh, yeah, okay, let me ask you this. Well, since you did see Joker, do you mm-hmm. think... I don't think it should win Best Picture. I don't even think it should win Best Director at all either. But do you think it should be like Best Picture, Best Director? I think Joaquin should win for Best Actor. What's your thoughts on like Joker's nominations? Where do you think it's going to go? What's it? What's it? What's what did it get nominated for? I'm assuming Picture, Actor, Director, um, Picture, Actor, Director, Adapted Screenplay, I believe. Adapted Screenplay. Yeah. Uh... Cinematography, I don't, I don't know. I mean, come on. Uh, I mean, I like the cinematography. I, 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 but there was like a couple things that I think it was nominated for makeup too. I'm trying to look up and see if I can find the um, what it was uh, nominated for, but this doesn't tell me shit. Um, I really can't find anything on this. Oh, you know what movie I wanted to see and I didn't end up seeing it? I'm super upset about it. There's two. Jojo Rabbit and 1917. I didn't see either one of those movies, and I'm so sad I didn't see them, and I've been meaning to watch them. I would recommend seeing 19... You have to see 1917 in a theater, because... I think it's already out of theaters. Do I I think it's already out of theaters. Uh, I think they're going to, br- they usually bring back like the nominees the week before the Oscars just to give like that one final push. Maybe I'll go check it out. Oh, oh my God, there's still showings for it. I could have seen it tonight. <laughs> it's still playing at cinema. No, seriously, it's, it's, seriously, watch it. It's, it's excellent. Again, I think it's winning cinematography. As much as I want Parasite to win Best Picture, I think 1917 will. I I saw somebody posted a scene from that movie because they were showing the the behind the scenes of it and it's the one where the dude's walking through the battlefield mm-hmm. and they showed how they did that scene and I was like holy shit this is like this scene is so good and that's all I've seen from it and I'm like okay I'll go see this movie yeah true. Hey, if, if there's a if there's a late night show tonight go watch it tonight it's it's damn good it's already it's already too late. Flash night is at ten. So it's just a little too late. <laughs> oh, wait, we're reviewing stuff. I mean we're live right now. 
Well, anyways, hey, well, um, Chris, always a pleasure having you on the show. Uh, put yourself over. Where can people find you on the internet and social medias? Uh, everyone can find me on the uh, Twitters and the Instagrams at uh, ta ta Chris Riley. Uh, my two, my two, my two social medias. That's that's all I got. Medias. <laughs> <laughs> You guys definitely check it out, check him out there on his social medias, the Twitter and the Instagram. You guys can follow me on Instagram at the Chris Crusade and on Twitter at the Chris Lemchi. And I, you know, I do have an IMDb page that that really gets updated. I do have a YouTube page that also really gets updated as well that you can also check out. Um, thank you guys so much for listening to What's My Line. We'll catch you guys next time. Peace. Peace.